right, your morning show is on the radio. Good morning, Kelly Perry. Good morning, Brandon Baxter. Here we are. Today is Tuesday, September the 15th of 2020. Today is National Neonatal Nurses Day. Aww. So, we'll celebrate all of that. Yeah. What does that mean? It's a little tiny babies. All right. Ooh, like the NICU stuff? Mm-hmm. So, shout out to them. I've been in through a NICU before, and I've seen those little tiny diapers that fit babies that are mm-hmm. premature. Oh, my gosh. They're tiny. Also, National Double Cheeseburger Day. Man. And National Online Learning Day, which has become 2020. Right. For so many people. Uh, good news. I have good news to give you this morning. I don't know if you uh, were paying attention yesterday morning, not you necessarily, uh, but there's probably a good chance that you weren't. Um, we had a coworker who came to events and sat around employees and then said, oh, my gosh. I know somebody who has COVID, I have to quarantine. I'm like, wait a minute, I saw you 30 minutes ago. Right. So I was nervous all weekend that she gave me COVID. <laughs> right? I'm like, yes. what the heck? Why would you come around knowing there was a chance you've been exposed because she knew there was a chance? Right. The good news is her test came back negative. Oh, that's So good. that is good news. Yeah. Now, I did see in stats, you know, nationwide stats, that they're talking about how, in a lot of places, coronavirus is down, Right. Cases are going down, hospitalizations going down, positive tests going down. There were 11 states in our country that were showing increases in COVID. Oh, come on. And we live in one. Oh, man. So, come on, just guys. a heads up. I brought my mask into the studio. Got it. Do you know anybody who has uh, COVID right now? Uh, yeah, I do. So, it's one of those things across the state we have to be thinking about, we have to be cautious about, but... You know, we also have to try to live and we have to go places. The good thing is so many places are requiring masks. Mm-hmm. And when I walk into places, I'm like, yeah, you have a mask. Because most people do now. Right. And at the beginning, we weren't all thinking mm-hmm. like that. But then the question is, wait a minute. If most of us are wearing the masks, but our state is seeing the increases, what the heck? Maybe we're just behind. Dr. Shane Spites would say, hey, we're just kind of behind a little right, bit. Right, yeah. And Arkansas is catching up with what everybody else had a little mm-hmm. bit ago. But anyway... Ooh. Our coworker who exposed herself to everyone does not have COVID, and that's good news. I don't mean she, well, she didn't expose herself. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it. Want to clarify that so I don't get in trouble this morning. Let's throw one back on this day in country music with Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, so the year was 2009, and Jason Aldean had the number one song in country music on this day. We can go to the show, we can stay right here, and I can. One of the first massive hits. Said we can fire it up and I can show you around. Sit up on the hill and watch the sun go down. When the fireflies are dancing and the moon comes out, we can turn on the lights and head back to the house. Or we can take another ride on my big green tractor. We can go slow or make it go faster now. Drive if you want to, girl, you know you got me to hold on. 
But baby, if you'd rather, I'll take you for a ride on my big green tractor. Number one 11 years ago. And just let me dust off the seat. Ooh, I'll put your pretty little arms around me. Here we Jason Aldean, Big Green Tractor, number one on this day in 2009. What's happening with your favorite celebrities? Brandon Baxter in the morning's got your gossip. Well, if Chris Evans got your attention over the weekend, Captain America has something he would like to say. Now, if you don't know, he became a trending topic when he accidentally posted a photo on his Instagram story that was not safe for work. Well, Chris Evans was ready to joke about it, and he's trying to make the most, I guess, out of a less than ideal situation. He used the opportunity to post on Twitter about what happened and encouraged his fans to vote in the upcoming election. Now, this is all his tweet said. Okay. Quote, now that I have your attention, vote November 3rd. So, (laughs) I guess, and he is really political. Like, so he's... But I guess if you want to call that the silver lining, okay. But yeah, I guess. Do you think? Come on, he, Cap. Do you? Uh huh. I mean. Do you think he meant to show the superhero? No, no. <laughs> I, I really don't. I really don't. And I cannot believe. That. <laughs> so All Britney right. Spears, the whole deal with her dad and the co-conservatorship—it's been a big deal. So the basic story is—is is that people oversee her finances and really control much of her life. She's trying to say that the person who did that, that they want reinstated, his name is Andrew Wallet, by the way, uh, that he was making way too much money. They were paying him essentially $500,000 a year for five years to watch her money. I can do that. And make sure she wasn't spending it. Then when they were ready to get rid of him, they paid him $100,000 just to go away. And now her dad, Jamie Spears, wants him back. Brittany says no. And she also discloses that she has no intentions of going back to performing. And because of that, she needs to trim her expenses. And this expense right here of this conservator is very expensive. She doesn't feel that it's fair. And that's one of the reasons that she wants her sister, Jamie Lynn Spears, to be in total control of her finances. So still more drama with Britney Spears. Got you, got, got you gossip on Robert Pattinson. So he had a lot of fans concerned a couple of weeks ago when his movie, The Batman Shut Down, production due to him testing positive for COVID-19. Now, there hasn't been an official statement, but it's being reported that the filming in the UK is either resuming this week or it's already resumed. Right. And they say that he seems to be doing fine, having recovered from the virus, and he'll be suiting up again soon to start shooting The Batman. And got your gossip on Chrissy Teigen, who has shared on her Instagram that her son, Miles, who is absolutely adorable. Mm-hmm. Have you seen this kid? He looks like John Legend. I, like, it looks like, honey, I shrunk John Legend. Yes, I know. So he did some artwork for his mother. Uh, unfortunately, he did not create an original piece of art. He went to their wedding photo, Chrissy Teigen and John Legend's <laughs> wedding photo, and colored all over it. Basically, not all over it. He really just colored over their faces with a bunch of scribbles. Mm. But she shared that on her Instagram. If you want to see Honey, I Shrunk John Legend, you can do that when you search Chrissy Teigen on Instagram. And of course, every morning on Brandon Baxter in the morning, we got you gossip. Brandon Baxter in the morning. I told you last week I want to channel Kane Brown because I think he's cool. Mm -hmm. How am I doing? Hello? I was just thinking this morning... How much you remind me of Kane Brown. It's kind of what I was hoping for. Mm-hmm. Trying to be cool like the, yeah, how y'all? I don't really care what's going on. He's so cool and suave, and I sound so the opposite. 
Brandon Baxter in the morning. So you're saying I'm not as cool as Kane Brown. That is not at all what I said. I watched him on that home edit show over the weekend. Mm -hmm. It's a Netflix show where they come in and they rearrange stuff. And I was so jealous of Kane Brown because they come in and they were going to rearrange Kane and Caitlin's pantry. And the whole vision was, how do we organize the pantry because there's so many different things? And what you learn about Kane Brown is he doesn't eat real food. He likes candy and Pop-Tarts really? and cereal. And I'm like, that guy, he's got it made. Yeah, definitely. He really does. I was reading a thing this morning that a big television show from the 70s is about to make a comeback on Netflix. Let me see if you remember this theme song. Times ran on CBS way back in the day, 1974 wow. to 1979. That's Do you remember? A fun it? Show, yeah. Yeah, so I used to watch it. Mm -hmm. They're going to bring it back. So Seth MacFarlane and NBA star Steph Curry are going to be the producers of a new version of Good Times, which will air on Netflix. But it's going to be an animated version, a cartoon. If of that Seth show. MacFarlane's behind it, I bet it'll be pretty funny. Yeah, and then Steph Curry, where does that come from? I don't know. So, do you remember one of the main characters on Good Times? Was it? Um, wasn't he really funny? Was it JJ? JJ. Yeah. What was his word that he would say? He had a certain word. Dynamite. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. So Good Times makes a return to Netflix coming up soon, produced by Seth MacFarlane and Steph Curry. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Could you make it one full day without your phone? That is the question. Because a lot of people say not really. Because it would be difficult. We are so accustomed. Mm -hmm. to having our phone in our hands. Yes. And even if you're not engaging, because right now I'm not engaging as much on social media. I'm trying to spend more uh, intentional time with my wife and my son when I get home and all mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. So what I've done is I've logged out. We've talked about this. I've logged out of my socials, and I only log in when I'm going to use it, not just as a crutch when I'm bored. Yep. So anyway, uh, but at the same point, even for me, like knowing that it wasn't here would drive me crazy. Yeah. Like I still want to know it's around. Just in case. Mm -hmm. So if you left home and left your phone at home, you would automatically go back to get it. You wouldn't just leave it there. Oh, no. I'd go back. Hmm. I'd Yeah, I'd leave in the middle of the show. Hmm. All right. <laughs> Says a good employee. Yes. No, i just leave. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm Hang on, guys. But I always check. I make sure I have it. Yeah. Like, to me... When you think back on the days before we had cell phones, right? Like, because I would travel most, like a lot of my traveling happened before the days of cell phones. Like we'd be in a vehicle traveling 2,500, 3,000 miles a week with no way to contact anybody if something went wrong. Isn't that, that's crazy. So if you broke down on the side of the road, you just had to hope yeah. that somebody was going to be there. Mm -hmm. You couldn't call for help no. back then. You mm -hmm. just had to wait Yeah. until an officer, a state trooper, or somebody would stop. That's why I hated those trips down those those country roads. Yeah. You're on a country road. You don't have a phone. It's back there in the early 90s, and you break down, or you have a flat tire. You're walking. Like, legit, you mm -hmm. just have to start walking. My grandmother had a car fire one time on the interstate, In uh, we were on our way to Arlington, Texas, and we saw smoke come through the inside of her car. 
And we went out, me and Nana got out, and we popped the hood just a little bit. You know how before you do the latch under the hood, uh-huh. you pop it a little bit? And we saw flames. And Nana said, it's probably not a good idea to open that any further. And the next thing we know, whoosh, the whole thing catches fire. We're standing on the side of the road of the interstate. Her car is on fire. We have no cell phones. Oh, my goodness. This is real early 90s. Like, so what do you do? You know what I did? This is crazy, and people wouldn't do it now. Nana didn't want to leave her car, right? She wanted to stay with her car. She had me get no. in somebody else's vehicle. Oh, my goodness. So they could run me to the next exit so we could call 911. Uh, wow. And we got back, and she was still there, and I got back. And you are living. I'm living. I mean, would you think about that? Just get in a car with that man <laughs> and run down to the <laughs> Nope. Yeah, in 2020, it wow. seems crazy. Yeah, it does. But back then, it wasn't as crazy because we didn't have the mm-hmm. phones. But could you make it one full day without your phone? Yes. One full day? Yes. No communication? If I knew that my kids were okay and someone could get a hold of me if, you know, for some reason, whatever, yes, 100%. Do you think most people could? No. I don't think so either. Do you think any of the younger generation could do that? I think they're way different than us. Young people are much more likely than old people to say that they couldn't survive without Mm -hmm. their phone for one day. And like for kids, if that's what they watch YouTube kids on or something, that's what you take from them when they're in trouble. Everything. Yeah. It's like you could take their bed, you could take their food, their drinks. They're cool with that. Yeah. Take their phone. Mm-mm. Those are fighting words right there. That's right. So could you go one entire day without your phone? That's the question this morning. Facebook.com slash Brandon Baxter on the radio. I know this sounds crazy. Believe me, I know it. It's crazy. That sounds kind of crazy. You must be crazy. And people are crazy. So there's a 19-year-old guy in Shikoku, Japan, and apparently he has a thing for stealing women's underwear. Well, this young man saw... (laughs) (laughs) Okay, (laughs) that caught me off guard for just a little bit there. All right, well, this young man saw a pair of underwear hanging on the balcony of a ground floor apartment to dry. So he grabbed the underwear and he ran. Well, what he didn't realize is that the underwear he took actually was a 38-year-old man's thong. I'm done. Done. (laughs) Was this at your house? I'm done. What are they doing over there in Japan? (laughs) But the police were able to identify the guy from security footage, and he was arrested for theft. They also broke broke the news to him that it was a man's man's thong that he had taken, and he argued with them. No way this was for a man. No, but it was. It really was. Okay. Speaking. That's bad, (laughs) Speaking of underwear, after years and years of complaining to my husband for wearing the same boring underwear, Mm. he decided... Maybe I was right, and he decided to up his underwear game. All right, Joey, good job. Yeah, he bought a second pair. Oh, 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 my gosh. I'm going to get in trouble for that. Uh, It's not real. And there's even more proof that people are crazy. Brandon Baxter in the morning. It seems like we've talked about the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air quite a bit as of late, right? Well, Smith is everywhere, though. Yeah, because they're doing this deal where they're going to do a reunion show, then they're going to do this uh, relaunched, Mm -hmm. dramatic Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. But Will Smith is all over his social, basically, with this content. And there's something new. I don't know if you've seen it yet. I'm going to go there right now. But Will Smith on Instagram has shared a photo where, basically, the new deal that's going to be happening is that we have the chance to stay in the mansion from the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. What? Legit. To celebrate the 30th anniversary of the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, you can actually rent out that house. Now, this is the house, the exterior shots of the house. But still, how cool would that be? That would be cool. 
Like, hey, this is my spot for the weekend. It's the Fresh Prince house. You think people would recognize it almost immediately? Yeah. I think there's several probably houses on TV that people would recognize. Like, Give me another one. Um, Full House. Yeah, the little duplex looking mm-hmm. thing like that. Yep. That house never made a lot of sense for me. Yeah, like, there was so much room in that house, but it looked so narrow. Yeah, I know. Like, what the heck? Mm-hmm. What else would be big to be able to go into that type of a property? Like, the Golden Girls house was a big yeah. deal. The Brady Bunch house, they just renovated yep. that on television on HGTV. And they made that to where it looks the same on the inside because, you know, the exterior shot was of the house. The interior didn't look the same. Yeah. But then they went in and remodeled it to look like the Brady house. I know that you can go through the Walking Dead stuff in Atlanta. You can go through the actual place where they shit, where they where did they the exterior it. shot. Mm-hmm. The interior too? Yeah. A lot of that oh, stuff. Oh, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Because most of them, the exterior shot's different than what the interior yeah. looks mm-hmm. like because they take it to a soundstage. Like Central Park on Friends. Be awesome. Yes. Like I'd love to go back on that set of Three's Company and be able to walk through that front door. You know, like you saw Mr. Roper do it, Mrs. Roper yeah. and all them. Like that to me would be the iconic thing. Or if you could walk in to uh, the, the jail from the Andy Griffith show. Oh, my goodness. And sit at the desk where Andy sat or go over there where Otis would be, you know, um, liquored up inside the jail cell. <laughs> yes. Like, that'd be kind of fun. Yeah, that would be cool. But there's all these cool things like that, and people are really, I think nostalgia's really big right now, uh-huh. and people are going out of their way. So this Airbnb where you can stay in the Fresh Prince house, that seems like it'd be a success. But here's what I'm thinking. I'm wondering if it's not just smarter to walk outside of it and take a picture. Because if it's not going to look the same on the inside, let me just stand on the ground and be like, I rented this and then go get the Motel 6 down the street. That definitely sounds like you. Because even on the inside, it's not going to look the same. Even though you can stay in what would have been Will's room up the stairs and all that kind of stuff. No, I'm with you. Like, I'd want just the picture. If you could go and sit on the couch in the apartment on Friends, would you do that? Yeah. Or Jerry's apartment on Seinfeld? Yes. Or the little diner where Jerry and George and Elaine would sit all the time? Mm-hmm. Like, those would be such cool things. If you could walk onto the set of Mr. Rogers and be there where the trolley comes through, or better yet, you go onto the set of uh, of the Make Believe Land. Yes. Never Never Land? Yeah. Yeah. Is that right? I think so. Never Never Land. It makes me think of Michael Jackson when yeah, you say I know. it like that. But anyway, if you're a fan of The Fresh Prince... The Airbnb of that mansion is out there right now to commemorate the 30th anniversary of the Fresh Prince. Brandon Baxter in the morning. And Kelly Perry, I have one question for you. Are you ready to celebrate some local people? Let's do it. Let's do the birthdays. Happy birthday to you. Oh, yeah. Happy birthday to you. Ah. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. For it. Time for birthdays for today, Tuesday, September the 15th of 2020. Local birthdays, local celebrities, here we go. Happy birthday goes out to our good friend and who I feel has become our personal counselor, Dr. Dana Watson. Happy birthday, Dana. From Families, Inc. is celebrating her birthday today. She comes on the radio and walks us through emotions and anxiety and fear and all that stuff. So wishing a happy birthday to Dr. Dana Watson today. Also celebrating today, Bethany Williams McMaster's happy birthday. Autumn Doss has a birthday. Angie Jones of Jonesboro. Cassie Price, happy birthday. Billy Band of Jonesboro celebrates today. Happy birthday. 
Let's see. We have Juan Cruz of Jonesboro. Uh, Leanna Booth of Newport. Faith Hurts of Jonesboro celebrates a birthday today. Brad Montgomery of Jonesboro. Marley Snyder of Brooklyn turns 17. Eddie House, also known as Snooky. Snooky. From Stuttgart, 66. And Linda Chesterfield of DeWitt celebrates as well. And if you have a birthday today, we say this. We say... Happy birthday to all y'all, and you celebrate with these celebrities. Heidi Montag Pratt is 34. She was on the Hill. She's married to Spencer Pratt. She's the one who did all those plastic surgeries at one time. Remember? Like she came back reinvented, Mm -hmm. and it was a big cover story. Prince Harry is 36 today. That's Meghan Markle's husband. Tom Hardy is 43. That was Bane in The Dark Knight Rises. Dina Lohan is 58. Lindsay Lohan's mom. Dan Marino is 59 today, Miami Dolphins legend. He was also, if you remember, in Ace Ventura Pet Detective. Yes. Because the first one was all about the Super Bowl and and all that. Yeah. Yeah, So, Dan Marino. Lisa Vanderpump is 60 today, Vanderpump Rules and Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Tommy Lee Jones is 74 today. He's always really good in movies. He was um, Colonel Phillips in Captain America, Agent K in Men in Black. And Mitch Dorge is 60 today. Now, Brandon, we know him from the Crash Test Dummies. He's the drummer. And this song right here. This girl who wouldn't go and change with the girls in the change room and then they finally made Why do we put our chins down to sing? They saw birthmarks all over her body. Why do I still know this? <laughs> she couldn't quite explain it. It always just figure out what words to write in that spot so he just said let's just say mm. yes that's how it's spelled too the title mm-hmm. what year was this i'm gonna look it up 1993 yes Say music today has no meaning.
but I can still tell you the words of the Crash Test Dummies. Happy birthday to Mitch Dorch, who is 60 today. Country Music News. K-Fine. Country Music News. On Brandon Baxter in the morning. So get ready if you're a fan of award shows. The ACMs are happening tomorrow night. It's the Academy of Country Music Awards. They've already announced a number of early winners. So congratulations goes out to the Vocal Event of the Year winner. This is a song, Fooled Around and Fell in Love. This features Miranda Lambert, Maren Morris, Ashley McBride, Tennille Towns, Kaylee Hammock, and L. King. Again, the Vocal Event of the Year, all of them coming together. In case you don't remember that song, this is what it sounds like. So that right there, the vocal event of the year, an early award winner from the ACMs. Also, Thomas Rhett has won video of the year for his song, Remember You Young. And no matter how much time goes by, and no matter how much we grow up, for worse or for better, from now to forever, I'll always remember you. So congratulations to Thomas Rhett. Again, he won video of the year. Now, we do know who's opening the show. It's always, you know, they want to go star-studded on the open, and they're going to have each of the Entertainer of the Year nominees do a little medley of their own hits. So that means the open of the show for the ACMs tomorrow night will feature Carrie Underwood, Eric Church, Luke Combs, Luke Bryan, and Thomas Rhett. And of course we know we have a big host in Keith Urban, who also has a big surprise for us tomorrow night. Yeah, he's set to perform on stage with the one and only Pink. So they're doing a song together. Um, there's three collaborations on his album that's coming out this Friday, but the song that they're doing is called One Too Many, and this is going to be the song's official world premiere. So that's going to be good. And of course, Pink, she's uh, collaborated with Kenny Chesney. She's collaborated with Chris Stapleton, so she's ready. Yeah, that should be awesome tomorrow night at the ACMs. Hey, a big congratulations goes out to a man named Matthew Bailey. He's a teacher in California. And evidently, because he's a coach at an elementary school and there's all the problems in California, uh, you know, he's struggling. Mm -hmm. And Luke Bryan heard about this and teamed up with Dick's Sporting Goods, their foundation. And they have given this young man, this coach, $65,000 to allow him to continue being a coach because he was afraid he was going to have to choose a different profession. So a cool thing right there from Luke Bryan and the Dick's Sporting Goods Foundation. So, Brandon, this is going to make you happy. Alabama is going to be performing in a new live stream concert. This is going to be their only performance of the year. Wow. Tomorrow, they're going to become uh, the first featured performer performers of Camping World's new weekly concert series, taking the highways across America, and fans can watch free of charge. Uh, free of charge. So, think about all of the hits that they have. Uh, yeah. Surely, they'll do every single one of them. Uh, let's go. Closer you get. Oh, yeah. of Alabama hits. Right. My wife will be so excited. <laughs> Spend my dollar. She will be. Park in a holler needs a mountain moonlight. Hold her up tight. Make a little loving. A little turn it up on a Mason Dixon night. 
Alabama tonight. It's my life. Eight o'clock. Oh, so right. Let's do a watch along. My Dixieland. Will y'all show up for my watch along for Alabama? Song, song in the south. Sweet potato pie and I shut my mouth. I'm stopping everything I'm doing tonight to watch this. If you're gonna play in Texas, you gotta have a fiddle in the band. That lead guitar is hot, but not for Louisiana man. So rousing up that vocal faded love and let's all dance. If you're gonna play in Texas, you gotta have a fiddle in the band. So where can I watch it again? So it's being streamed at campingworld.com slash concert. Roll on highway, roll on along. Tonight, I'll be watching. We'll live tweet it. You guys can join me tonight. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So Dancing with the Stars was on last night. Tyra Banks, the new host. You know, some people were like, hey, I missed my Tom Bergeron. I missed it. I didn't get to watch it. Yeah, I think Tyra Banks is really pretty. Some people thought her outfit last night, I've seen memes about it. Have you seen it? No. You haven't seen what it was compared to? No. A loofah. Oh, no. I'm about to look it up. See what you think. <laughs> but but she was really sweet when she came out. She said she's a big fan of the show. And she's like, hey, mom, look, I made it to the ballroom. Aww. Which I thought was kind of cool. Yeah. Have you seen the picture? Oh, okay. How yeah. would you describe it? I Maybe, maybe a loofah. Okay. So that meme is out there this morning. <laughs> so Carol Baskin made her big debut last night. And there's a couple things that people are talking about today. Number one, she had... Out of 30 points, she scored 11. At least she's out there. Watch what she did. Kelly, review this for us, for those who can't see this. Well, she's in some... Gosh. Like, literally, it doesn't look that bad. She has no dance experience. Oh, that didn't look good. It looks like she's going to throw her back out, Well, that would be bad. So... I will say, do you know how old she is? No. I think she's in her 60s. Yeah. That's a big deal for you to go out No, there. it's huge, yeah. And I'm telling you, she's dancing better than I would dance. Me too. So, also though, because Carol Baskin was on the show, there was a commercial that ran where the family of uh, Don Lewis is looking to figure out what happened to their father. Which was her first husband. Yeah, who I guess mysteriously died. Mm-hmm. And there were all the allegations and the speculation about was Carol Baskin involved. So imagine... Her Dancing with the Stars debut, mm-hmm. and this commercial airs, where the family's like, hey, this is me, and I'm the daughter of Don Lewis, and it goes on to issue a, a reward if anybody can give information as to what really happened to Carol Baskin's ex. Don Lewis mysteriously disappeared in 1997. His family deserves answers. They deserve justice. Do you know who did this or if Carol Baskin was involved? A $100,000 reward has been funded. You can call the tip line at 646-450-6530. Or call our office at 800-LITIGATE. Thank you. That's a pretty hardcore television commercial to run in the middle of Dancing with the Stars primetime TV. And no telling what that would cost to place at. So that was a big deal. A lot of people are talking about Dancing with the Stars this morning. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right. If I were to give a quiz 
around the workplace and say, workplace, who is the worst driver amongst us? Do you know who would universally be announced as the worst driver in our company? Yeah, you. That's not nice. I am a safe driver. That is the reason that you guys have me drive everywhere we go. No, it's yes, not. Yes, it is. Every time we go out as a group, who ends up driving? You, because you get in the seat, and then David always makes me get in the back. Right. Well, because I'm the best driver. No. Signs you're a bad driver, okay? Let me go through some, and look at how many of these boxes you check off. And if you're in the car right now, maybe you're in the car with somebody you consider to be a bad driver. Like Kai would tell you, my wife was not a good driver. See, my kids would tell you that they would want to drive with me over my husband. Yeah, it's like a race car experience. Yeah, they get where they're going pretty quick. Yeah, it's, but it's scary. It is not. Literally in five years, and I've known Kelly like 14 years, I have ridden with her behind the wheel one time, and, and David the Barrel Boy and I both vowed on that one time <laughs> we would never do it again. It's not true. The only thing that was redeeming about that one trip where Kelly drove was we were actually headed to a hospital anyway, so we thought if we got hurt, we were already going to be at the hospital. I haven't even had a wreck. Kelly. <laughs> You totaled a car. Somebody else totaled my car. Nope. <laughs> they rear-ended me. It doesn't matter. You were. It you, wasn't my fault. I've never had a wreck one time. I've never even you had better a better knock on. I've never even had a fender bender. I never have. So there. How about that? Okay. All right. Signed, you're a bad driver. She's gonna tick every box right here. I'll Ex- be honest. I'll be honest. What's the quiz? Here speeding. we go. Speeding. Number one. Speeding. I never speed. You lie. You were dodging in and out of cars, and I even said, what are you driving like this for? What do you think you are, Jimmy Johnson in NASCAR? Doesn't make any sense. She was drafting people. They say cutting. I don't even know what that means. Because you don't have to know what it means to do it. Cutting people off. You definitely were doing that. No, I don't do that because I get mad at people for doing that. No, you were in and out of traffic, weaving tailgating people who aren't going fast that, enough well actually you do that and you start raising your if fists. you're going 20 miles an hour no. in a 55 yeah i'm gonna t- i'm gonna tell you sorry using your horn too much no nope, don't do that you don't you don't use it Mm-mm. I, I would rather my horn not be there unless i'm gonna have a major accident i don't want to use it because i'm afraid somebody might get mad at me turn around and then say get out of the car and I'd have to take off really fast. Wow, okay. That's what I would have mm-hmm. to do. Not using turn signals. No, I use turn signals. You do? Mm, makes me mad when people don't use them. What about the people who are approaching a turn, right? And they hit the brakes and then turn on the blinker. Mm, yeah. You need to give us a heads up. Mm-hmm. Do you call it a blinker or a turn signal? A blinker. All right, other signs you're a bad driver. Driving with only one hand on the wheel. I'm always at 10 and 2. I doubt that. Are you? No. How do you normally drive? Uh, probably one hand at the top. Where's your other hand? Um, kind of at the bottom or um, it's kind of still on the wheel if I need it. But it's not. Is it 10 and 2? No. Those are the right times or mm-hmm. the right positions. Mm-hmm. I normally try to drive with my knee if I'm eating. <laughs> Typically when I'm putting on my full face of makeup. I uh... 75 miles per hour driving with the knee. Uh, if you talk too much while you drive, that's a bad sign because that means you're not paying as much attention, or if you're on your phone, mm. signs of a bad driver. If you leave your high beams on when you don't need them on, do you do that? No. No high beams? That, uh, there's some county roads. Sometimes if we're coming back from Leslie's mom's house, we take a like a shortcut, and it's county roads. And inevitably, somebody doesn't 
uh, forget to turn their high beams off. And I'm blinded by the high beams. It's like I can't see anything but them. Yeah. And they say if you sing along to the radio too much, maybe you're not paying attention. Or if you're if you're one of those people who dances and sings like Kelly. Brandon. Or who starts using the steering wheel as drums. Oh, yeah. Sometimes I do that. All of those are signs that you're a bad driver. Oh, man. So you might want to work on it because, again, as you look through the boxes over there that you were checking off, you ticked most of those boxes. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Just want to give you a heads up. If I end up being a tad bit cranky over the next couple of weeks, just understand that I'm going through a lot. What are you talking about? We are moving. And I'm going through a lot. Brandon, I've been through this with you before. Have you? Yes. Have I moved since we've done? Oh, yes. Okay. I already know what's what's no, it's on the lot. way. Yeah, I know. It's a lot for everyone. Because here's what happens. And I'll just go ahead and say it because my wife, I think she's busy. I think she tells me she's doing stuff all day while she's really not. And then when I get home, it's time to basically put the pedal to the metal and we have so much to do. And it's like she's over there cracking the whip and I'm having to go, okay, boom, run, do, do, do. Well, it takes a lot of people and hard work to move. Oh, and she's always saying, I'm not as strong as you. I'm like, lift up that entertainment you center with You know what? Me. Hang on. I am going to disagree <laughs> with her on that. I think she is stronger than you. And, and she, I, yeah. I don't even mean that mean. No. I'm saying your wife is a freak of nature when it comes to her strength. No, she's a freak of nature if she's mad. But when it comes to moving, she all of a sudden has no strength. <laughs> <laughs> we had to move this thing out to, to the uh, Go Mini storage thing I have, right? And I'm like, just just lift it. I can't. I'm like, here's what you do. Bend your knees. She know, She has lifted weights her whole life. She knows what to do. Well, she says, I don't know what's happened, but she likes to complain. We argue loading boxes. So here's what we're doing. We're loading up this Go Mini thing, right? Because essentially you have the chance for, you know, multiple weeks or whatever to load your stuff to prepare for a move, which is awesome. So anyway, we're loading this stuff up and I have all these boxes. And then I start thinking, I think I want to throw most of this away. Because I don't want to have to unload it again. I just want to get mm -hmm. rid of stuff. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yep. But there's like sentimental stuff that we're trying to load into this deal. So this container that I'm in makes me feel like I'm Woody from Toy Story. Like I'm a little Woody mm -hmm. in the back of this container. Because I'm over here trying to load all these boxes and get them flat. And then I realize, oh, wait, I need to probably secure these at little at little uh, areas you know, like a third or a yeah, fourth of the yeah. way through. That uh -huh. way the boxes don't fly because when this Go Mini gets pulled up, it gets pulled up by this machine and it's at like, let's say it's a 45 degree angle. You don't want everything breaking. And to fly forward, right? Mm -hmm. That's what I'm thinking about. So then I tried to strap stuff and I'm trying to strap this stuff and it feels like it's 117 degrees inside that thing. And my wife is over on the phone having a conversation and I'm over here trying to strap and I'm not that tall and I'm trying to reach these latches and... They're kind of behind some of the boxes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And here so I you am. you might not have done exactly what you should have done. Would I have looked dumb if I would have gone to get a stepladder to reach that stuff inside the container? No. <laughs> because I thought about it, but then I thought if somebody sees me, that's embarrassing. A stepladder in a container. Yes. Hmm. But I, I've decided again, and I've said this probably before, but like moving is one of the least fun experiences. Like getting something new is exciting. Yeah. But the idea of packing stuff up, mm -hmm. not that exciting. No, it's not. That's not even that bad if you just pack it up and somebody else has to load it, but I'm not that good of a loader. 
I wish I was a better loader. Well, if you had some good friends, they could come over and help you load things. Well, I need to know how to stack it. I need to know what to stack where. Because then I'm like, what if we run out of room? Or what if you need to get to, how are you going to pack it? Like, are you going to pack the kitchen at the front or the kitchen in the very back? Or you see what I'm saying? Of the Mm. container? Yeah, I haven't really thought about that. I'm just putting stuff in there. Oh, Brandon. A little bit at a time. Mm. But you have to go with like the big You're pieces. You're going to be more than a little bit grouchy. You have to go with the big pieces to get the big pieces in because then everything else fits around the big pieces. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like entertainment centers and big tables and stuff like that have to go in there and then you piece everything else around it. But I remember what happened last time where we got to the end of it. And this is what I told my wife the other day we, it was going to be the problem. And it's probably the problem when most people move. You have all of this stuff that you've boxed up and then there's all these straggler pieces and you're like, what do you do with the straggler you pieces? Throw it. You throw them in the thing or you stuff them in between little yep. openings and all that kind of stuff. And I don't want that. And you find stuff like a year later in between something. But I want everything in a box. That kind of annoyed my wife last night. She made the same reaction. I'm like, even if it's that candle, I want it in a box. Because I don't want just to have to put a random candle in the Go Mini. Do you understand me? I, I do. But do you see where silly. I'm coming from? No. So the heads up, if I get a little bit cranky, blame my <clears throat> wife, because it's probably her fault. Uh, uh, Brandon Baxter in the morning. So Kelly brought me a survey this morning that shows that half of couples are saying it's difficult to keep the, quote, spark alive <laughs> during the pandemic. I brought you that survey. I'm not sure why she brought it to uh-huh. me, but they say the most common ways that people are trying to get the spark back, because maybe you're feeling like that. Maybe you've been around each other a lot. Maybe there's financial struggles. Maybe there's just whatever. Life can be difficult sometimes. And 2020 hasn't been easy for anybody. No. They're saying some of the things you could do to get the spark in your relationship back. And Kelly's kind of starred the ones that are her favorites. (laughs) At home date nights is a big deal. Yeah. You do that? Yeah. Can't really go anywhere else right now. Yeah, we really don't do that. But I guess it's because, you know, we're always doing stuff with Kai. So it's hard to have a date night with a... A 10-year-old. Right. They they say starting a new exercise routine together is exciting. I proposed that to my wife last week, and she told me she did not care right now. (laughs) (laughs) I can see her face right now. Oh, my goodness. That's 2020. And there's also a deal they say another way to get the spark back is to maybe plan a trip that you're going to take one day in the future. Like, hey, one day in the future, we're going to go, and we're going to do this and go so-and-so. You know, to do mm-hmm. something. Where would you go? Take Disney out because I know the whole Disney thing is a sore subject. I would just go to a beach somewhere. It doesn't have to be far away. Just a beach somewhere for a couple of days. Okay. I'm going to give you options. Okay. Okay. Option A is full family. Okay. Mm-hmm. Option B is just you and Joey. Mm-hmm. Option C is you and one of your girlfriends. Oh, man. Which do you choose in the pandemic of 2020? My family. She's lying. (laughs) (laughs) Brandon Baxter in the morning. I have to show you this video. It is a yoga instructor who's a male trying to help a female uh, get down further. So let me let me paint the picture for you. Okay. So imagine you go to a studio, a workout place, and you have a big buff trainer Mm -hmm. and you are down in child's pose and you you have what (laughs) you have spandex pants and your bottoms in the air and he's like no you need to 
push it down a little bit further to truly get the extension into the child's <laughs> pose. And your buddies are over here no. on a bench watching. Oh, no. What's so, happen? again, child's pose, bottom too high, muscular fitness trainer basically is going to put his hands <laughs> on her lower back and try to kind of push down to lower her body to make her uh, actually in the child's pose. The problem was, evidently, she was holding one in. No. No, Brandon, no. So as he goes to push no. her to get her closer to the ground, no, it fires. No. Wait, what fires? It. Oh. She was holding one in, I guess, or didn't know she was. And as he pushed her, she pushes, he pushes air out, and he jumps back like something bad has happened because he doesn't know what's happened. And her friends are dying laughing. They're two girlfriends, right? And they're over there like, thankfully, that happened to her and not this me. This is on camera? This is on camera. Let me show it to you. Are you ready? Yes. All right, here we go. You can see buff guy getting ready to push her back to get her down in child's pose. Okay. No. Did you see how far he, he jumped? He jumped back like like a scorpion stung him. <laughs> <laughs> oh again, my let me turn it up in case you did not catch the full effect of it. Again, I don't know if she was holding it or if she didn't realize it was about to happen. <laughs> but as he presses on her back to push her down toward the ground, <laughs> she rips one. <laughs> are there she's got witnesses <laughs> is that hilarious She'll or never what? live that down the rest of her life i'm gonna put that up on my twitter Ooh. brandon on kfin if you want to watch it it'll make you laugh today brandon baxter in the morning so the macy's thanksgiving day parade is a tradition for so many but it's going to change this year based on the pandemic I got to see it one year, like out of, a, I was there, this was gosh, 12, 13 years ago. Yeah. And I got to see one of the, the balloons outside of a window. Cause that's kind of where the, the place was that we yeah. were, but I didn't get to huge. go out. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yes. Huge. Isn't the word. So anyway, the cool thing about this is they're still going to have the parade, but they're not going to be able to have people out there, the spectators in the streets of New York city. So we will have a Macy's Thanksgiving day parade but nobody on the streets. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So if you go back and listen to today's Brandon Baxter in the morning podcast, I detail why I felt like a little Woody when I was loading boxes mm -hmm. into a Go Mini storage container. Yeah. I felt like that little guy in that massive container trying to figure out the entire thing. Also, we talk about what not to do in a yoga class. We have video of Kelly in a yoga class. <laughs> it is not video of me. Uh, top signs you're a bad driver, which Kelly checked every single okay. box. We talk Carol Baskin, mm -hmm. Dancing with the Stars. We talk Fresh Prince and the Airbnb mansion that you can stay in. Could you last an entire day without your phone? All of that and a bunch more on the Brandon Baxter in the Morning podcast available wherever you get your podcasts. And Kelly Perry, what's on TV tonight? America's Got Talent, the semifinals on NBC tonight. The 42nd season premiere of Inside the NFL. The 12th season premiere of Tosh.0 on Comedy Central. Hot Wins the Game Show. And Jimmy Fallon will have Willie and Bobby Nelson. Sweet. Hope you guys have a great day. And we'll talk to you back here tomorrow morning on Brandon Baxter in the Morning.